Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You know, the wind yesterday was was up. It wasn't crazy. But for balls that were traveling 60 yards in the air, I, I would think it would have had an effect. How difficult was it for Josh to put those two long ones to Gabe right on fingertips as a guy who's obviously played in that position before? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not easy. Um, you know, I think he does a great job, uh, obviously, understanding where he's playing. Uh, he's had to deal with this uh, throughout his career here, um, just knowing the, the weather we get here. And so he's got a good feel of, um, you know, what he has to do going into the wind versus – uh, going with the wind in terms of how much to put on it, take something off it and let the wind take it a little bit. So, you know, those are things that, that he's got a good feel for. And um, it, it really helps us to, to have a guy with the, the type of arm strength he does to be able to do those types of things. How important was it for this offense to get a couple of one play drives after the last couple of weeks? It was, you know, 15, 17, 20 play drives to get up and down the field, even if it's just to, to put it out there and show teams that, yeah, you know, we can still hit these big plays when we need to. Well, obviously, I think it's, uh, it helps you whenever you could, can ha- incorporate big plays like that. But uh, I think uh, the, the exciting part for us is we're just going to try to do whatever we feel like we need to in order to win a game and, and uh, uh, not feel like we got forced things. And, and uh, if it's there, we take it. If not, we work our progressions and uh, trust our guys to, to get open and, and uh, hopefully put the ball in the right spot and maximize rack. Is there any one thing yesterday that made those plays more available? No, I think it was just kind of the, the way the game was going, the, the, um, you know, how, how uh, based off the call, the, the coverage presented it, you know, and, and uh, um, just Josh and, and the receivers doing a great job. And then, you know, a, a lot of those, none of those things were ever really going to happen without the line blocking. So, I mean, they, they did a great job up front, giving him enough time to do those things. So I, I really think it's a combination of a lot of things when, when you're able to do those things. Big day for Gabe Davis. Um, how important was that for, you know, his growth and his overall mental toughness? No, I think it was good just to get Gabe back out there rolling again and, and uh, uh, kind of get back, obviously, feeling good where, with where his body's at coming off that injury. So um, he's he's a warrior. He was able to fight through a lot of things and get back out there for us. And, um, you know, just it, it's we're going to need him going forward. We need all of our guys. So. Uh, it's it's great to see all those guys really kind of step up and make plays. And uh, when he was gone, the, the those guys didn't blink, and they were able to step up and, and do some good things for us. So I think it's it's really good for us to, to be able to be multiple and uh, and be able to have a lot of guys contribute. And um, you know, so for Gabe to do that was was big for us. No doubt, Coach uh, Leroy Wallace. He was targeted a lot. You know, definitely on some of those big plays. There was that a point of emphasis to go at him due to the familiarity and the tendency uh, that you're accustomed to? I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, not really. Um, It's just kind of the way the game unfolded uh, in terms of where you are on the hash and and the call you're making, to be honest. Uh, 
we, we didn't really set up formations like into the boundary just to get it on him or anything like that. You know, we were just kind of, we were, we were running our offense and, and um, um, just kind of trusting our system. And, and I think that's kind of just the way the game unfolded, to be honest with you. One more coach, uh, red zone. How do you think mm -hmm. you could improve inside the red zone there? Uh, I mean, I think it just comes down to one, just making sure we're putting our, our players in the best position to have success. And then, to going out and just executing and uh, uh, making sure we're doing all the little things we need to. You're going to take a look at the, the Chiefs tonight, obviously, probably haven't gotten too far into the film there. But if you took just take a look at their their advanced stats, I mean, they're getting pressure on the quarterback. This year. Obviously, Chris Jones is a really good player. What, do, what have you seen so far in your early work in what they've been able to do? And obviously, you're very familiar with their personnel on that side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, they, they've one, they've got a good personnel. They've got great personnel and, uh, you know, they've done a really good job there uh, creating depth and, and uh, um, you know, creating guys who can, who can do some different things up front. And then two, uh, uh, I think they, they put those guys in position and, and they're aggressive with their scheme and um, they do a lot of different things to, to create issues for, uh, um, for opposing teams. So I think it's, it's a really, uh, balanced combination that they have between the two and and uh, it, it poses challenges for an offense and then you know with your running back situation um, how tough is it you know obviously we've talked about this for weeks and weeks and weeks but how tough of it is it when you have three guys that you like trying to get it going when you really don't run a lot and it's almost like there's not a lot of available momentum type situations for any of them individually even Devin who touches the ball more than the other two yeah, I mean, I think that's that all goes into it of, uh, you know, when, you, when you're deep in a position, being able to, you know, get those guys enough touches. I mean, I've, I've said it, uh, I think, before that, I mean, I, I love all those guys. All those guys are really good players and, and can help us win football games. So, you know, you try to you try to do what you can. And, and I think uh, Coach Skip does a great job with the rotation in the game to, to try to make sure, one, they stay fresh and two, each guy is rotating in there and, and having an opportunity. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's part of uh, having a deep room where it's, you know, it, it is, it is tough to kind of make sure those guys are, are getting, getting a feel and getting, uh, uh, getting enough carries. So, you know, and then just numbers wise, you know, I think part of it too is just the way the, um, the way things present themselves in the course of the game. If, if a team wants to load a box up, then, uh, you know, other things present themselves. Um, if teams, you know, lighter in the box, then, then we run it. So, um, you know, I think all that kind of goes into the numbers aspect of, of the amount of carries. And then one more, if I could, um, Spencer Brown obviously had the back issue in the offseason, took a while to get back until he can kind of get in the swing of things. It almost seemed like times he was a little bit frustrated because he wanted to get out there. I thought, you know, just watching the game, maybe his best performance of the season yesterday. What did you see on tape from him yesterday? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you really kind of see the athletic ability and, and what what he's able to do from a physical standpoint out there. And um, uh, I think the, the great part is that he wasn't able to really kind of obviously, like you said, work in the off season and work in uh, um, training camp as, as much as he probably would have wanted to with the injury. So some of that technique stuff is still growing and still he's still learning, you know, from uh, from Chrome and, and some of the different things that that uh, that he's teaching. So uh, it's exciting to see that growth and, and, and his continued development as the season goes on here as he gets more and more reps. I know it's all situational and game planning, but come on, um, you got to admit that 
you know, being able to air it out the way you, you, you guys did yesterday does send a message around the league that of what this offense is capable of. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, uh, I think anytime you're able to do that, then I mean, teams have to game plan for it. Teams have to, you know, hold that, uh, um, have that in the back of their mind that you have the ability to do that. But again, I think uh, uh, a big part of, of, you know, kind of how we operate yesterday was just Josh doing a great job going through progressions and, and uh, when opportunities were there, when he took them and when they weren't, he worked, worked through his progressions and worked his reads. How important though, is that in going up, not that you're looking ahead to Kansas city or whatever, but how important is, is a performance like that when, when you know you're going up against what is essentially your biggest conference rival and knowing that you were able to air it out the last time you met and the offense didn't fall short, but the team fell short. How important is that, though, going into this week? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's any more or less important than if we're going in to play any other team the next week. To be perfectly honest, I think, uh, I think the biggest focus with this with this team and and with what our focus is is you know focusing on this week every week, and, and I think that's that's all you can do in this league. If you start looking ahead or or start looking back or anything like that, then you know. Uh, you're doing yourself and your team a disservice. So I think that's that's the thing. Is we we really try to focus on on this week every week. We're what we're we're trying to be in the now and um, and let next week kind of take care of itself when it when it arrives. I get that, Ken. I respect that. But I just I just I, I'm going to playfully ask. I mean, aren't aren't the Chiefs the biggest obstacle standing in this team's way and have been over the last two years? It's it's hard to answer that question this year in week five or six, you know, uh, there's still a lot of football left to play and, and all we can control is, is where we're at right now. So, I mean, it's, it's really something where, I mean, all that stuff kind of takes care of itself. You got, you got to qualify for the playoffs before you, you know, you get there, you know, and you gotta, um, you gotta focus on, on where you're at right now in order to, to have success. If you start, you know, worrying about, well, this team's more important than that team, then it's just not the case in this league. If this league's too, uh, there's too much parity in this league and there's too much uh, uh, opportunity to go and, and, and get beat by a team if you're, if you're overlooking another team. Uh, with Quentin I'm Morris, sorry. we saw in training mm-hmm. camp in the preseason, his ability to make the tough catch yesterday showed that off once again, the Third and 11 early in the game, went up top and made a tough catch on the swing pass and caught, caught that one over the middle later on the diving catch. How impressive has it been to, to watch him take advantage of increased opportunities this year, especially uh, this week against the Steelers? Yeah, no, it's been great to see. I mean, Q's worked his tail off to put himself in this position. And um, uh, obviously his athletic ability and what he can do on the field and just his overall knowledge of the of the system and 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 what to do with that position has really grown exponentially with with every rep he takes and and that's the exciting part about about Q um, is that you know he just continues to learn and grow and get better and better and I think uh, it, it's it's the same thing in a lot of different positions it's you know we talked about kind of today uh, watching the film with everybody it's you're you're building a bank of knowledge right now of okay. You might have you might have made a mistake, but at least now, hey, we can learn from it. And when it does present itself again, it's like, okay, I've seen that before. I know what to do. I know I know the mistake I've made. So uh, that's the exciting part about Q as well. Is like you know, with every rep, he's learning, and every rep, he's he's getting better, and and um, um, whether it's good or bad. And I think that's 
that's that's a positive sign for him that he's able to do these things while still uh, learning and, and, and trying to improve at his craft. Now, Josh has had a number of balls batted down at the line over the past couple of weeks. Is there anything you guys can do as a coaching staff or, or maybe up front on the offensive line to, to help him out in that regard? Or is that something that he needs to do uh, to make sure that doesn't continue? Uh, I mean, uh, to be honest, I think it's it's a nature of, of just the game of where teams are right now in terms of the front. You know, a lot of these teams, if they can't if they can't get home on initial rush at times, they're you know, they're they're working on getting their hands up. So, you know, obviously we, we try to stress for uh, for our guys to try to keep their hands down, um, you know, by staying engaged with them and and uh, and staying aggressive. And um, and then obviously, you know, Josh is having a feel it's. It's one of those things that's tough for a quarterback because the last thing you want them to do is to look down at, at the line and try to be like, okay, there's a guy right there. Let me throw it around him. You know, so uh, part of that's just feel. Part of that is just, um, you know, feeling the lanes and and, and then, um, you know, just at times luck, to be honest. Ken, going back to the, the running backs, just curious mm-hmm. what you feel Zach Moss's role is amongst that, that trio with Devin and James. I mean, it, again, I think with those guys, it's so hard to say because that role could, could evolve each and every week, you know, based off of flow of the game, based off of kind of who's rolling a little bit, you know, and, and I think that's, that's all part of it with these guys. It's like they might, you know, uh, they might have a smaller role, you know, one or two or three or four games or something, and then all of a sudden five, six, and seven, their, their role picks up exponentially. So, it's just it's so hard to kind of predict when you've got a, a group of guys who who can help you, you know, and, and uh, who you feel great about. It's it's not like we got one guy in there and that's the guy. And then, you know, the other guys are just there to spell them. We got uh, uh, multiple guys who can who can play the position of, effectively. So I really feel great about Zach. I feel great with what uh, uh, what he's doing, um, the physicality in which he's running, the, the, uh, the way he's hitting holes. Uh, the attitude in which he's playing with and the attitude which he has around the building. He's been awesome. So, you know, it's just, I think we just kind of are, are taking the mindset. We just got to keep grinding away and, and, uh, and those opportunities for him will come. Yeah. Cause I know when he got into the league, it was at least perceived by many that, that Zach Moss was a, was a power runner a between the mm-hmm. tackles, a short yardage guy. And we've even seen to some extent, even predating you, that was kind of the role that he was put in. Is that, more is that like his lane but he can do more or do you think that that would be pigeon pigeonholing him too much no I really feel like Zach's a complete back I really do I think he can run inside he can run outside um you know and and he's really got really good hands coming out of the backfield catching the football I mean he's made some some impressive catches throughout his career here so I'm just a big believer of like I don't I really don't want to pigeonhole a guy to be like hey this is my our inside guy this is our outside guy one, I don't. I think we've got the type of backs who can do multiple different things, and then two, obviously, you always try to limit yourself from a tendency standpoint, or just handcuffing yourself as a play caller to say, okay, I got to get this guy in the game to run inside, or this guy in the game to run outside. I just, I don't think uh, um, that's that's a way to do it to to give yourself the biggest advantage on offense. Hey Ken, I want to touch on Josh's first two touchdown throws to Gabe Davis. The first one where he's in the end zone and has to step up and is kind of throwing into a Pittsburgh defender where he's not able to step up all the way into the pocket. And then the second one yeah. 
where he, the pocket just opens wide and he's able to, to launch downfield. But both throws were deadly accurate on the money. How difficult is it as a quarterback, you know, maybe the first one where you're not able to always step up but still be accurate in that moment? No, I mean, it, it is difficult. And that the first one was going in the wind, too. So, I mean, to be able to to get enough on it um, with with obviously a little bit of push there and um, was 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 great. I mean, it's it's hard to do, um, but I think it just goes to show just uh, the work that he's put into one, just the overall mechanics in which he has um, a lot of that you're able to do because your lower body's in, in, in good position. So you're able to hitch up because a lot of the, the you know, power in which you throw with comes from your lower body and your legs and, and, and the torque in which you create uh, with your legs. So I think just being in good position with a good base and, and being able to get those get his legs into the throw and his back hip and shoulder through the throw uh, is, is a big reason why he's able to get that out there uh, with the guy uh, uh, kind of creating an issue in his face right there. So uh, th- those things are, are obviously big for us as uh, we always try to stress you know, not only just the X's and O's of things, but the the teaching of the techniques and the the teaching of mechanics and and those different things that that help guys in you know now that one was early, but but help guys in the fourth quarter when they're tired to to really be able to fall back on a on a solid foundation of fundamentals. Hey Ken, I want to go back to the uh, explosive plays that we saw Josh make those two to Gabe Davis. We hear all the time you know, the phrase, take what the defense gives you, but what is the mm-hmm. balance of, of that, but also saying, Hey, we have a quarterback like Josh Allen who can make those explosive plays like that. I guess what, like, just what's the balance of, of mm-hmm. finding when to take those shots and, and what the versus what the defense is doing, but also not wanting to let them dictate what you guys do well. Right. Yeah, I think you always try to dictate, you know, and you always try to keep it defense off balance. But uh, really, what, what we try, what we've tried to preach ever since I've been here, is being smart, not conservative. So, you know, we want, we want to make good decisions. But if an opportunity is there, we want to take that opportunity and, and take advantage of, of any matchups that we possibly can. So, so we really want to be smart, not conservative with the football. We don't want to get back and be like, okay, it's it's zone. We're just finding checkdowns or it's, uh, it's man press. And we're just taking shots downfield. We want to be able to have balance. We want to be able to, uh, um, you know, trust our reads, trust our progressions, trust what's, uh, what, uh, uh, what we're seeing on the field. Uh, and I think all of that goes into, into that philosophy. If we do that, it all kind of takes care of itself. You know, I don't think there's any magic number of, we got to take this many shots or we got to, you know, uh, uh, check it down uh, versus this coverage every time. I think if you just trust reads, trust progressions and play with a smart, not conservative mindset, that all takes care of itself. I was curious with Gabe dealing with this ankle injury over the last little bit here. And obviously he had that couple, it's like his numbers are crazy yesterday. Mm -hmm. How, How much did that limit what you were able to call it all for him, what he was doing on the field in the previous games Were those breakout plays less so because he was dealing with that how did you kind of deal view what he was able to do prior to yesterday no it's a great question I mean to be honest with you we what we try to do is just game plan and make sure guys are in the best position you know to to make uh, uh the plays that they can make and then honestly after that it's just you call the game and, and you trust that those guys are in the right position and and go out and do it and 
you know, look, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it works, it works. It's kind of the mindset I take. It's like, you know, uh, there, these defenses are so good nowadays that, um, you really can't, uh, uh, lose sight of the fact that, you know, there, there's going to be things where, uh, guys have to get us out of, of bad plays. You know, I might, I'm not going to call the perfect play every time. I got to trust those guys that, you know, Josh is going to give us out of a bad play or Gabe or, or Steph or somebody's going to make a play. So uh, that's really kind of the philosophy I take of, you know, uh, hey, let's spend the week trying to get guys in the right position uh, of what they can do best. And then come game day, let's just so let's just call the game and, and trust our guys that, that they're going to go out and execute. And then one other thing I was curious about, you've got a lot of questions about the running game and all of that, Mm -hmm. but I was curious for you, Josh, being the leading rusher in so many games, I know it's early, but so far this season, is that a concerning stat to you? Is that okay? Like, how do you kind of view that? And does that need to change Mm -hmm. or stay the same? How do you view it? Uh, I think, honestly, uh, it it would be a lot more concerning if we called a bunch of quarterback runs. And that's all we were doing, you know? Um, I think the vast majority of that is just Josh being Josh and, and doing, you know, special things that he's able to do creating uh, when things either, you know, break down or things don't present themselves within a progression. So uh, I think that's, that's more uh, uh, that than it is anything else. Um, you know, some of the stuff with the running game is just whether it's an RPO that we throw because they're low in the box or, um, you know, or, or, or play the, a two play check, uh, you know, that, that we get out of the run because, you know, because of the look or whatever. Uh, I think those things are all, all stuff that, you know, we kind of keep, keep track of to make sure it's not like, Hey, we're, we're only throwing the ball, you know, it's, it's all drop back pass or it's all this, um, you know, we, we do try to make sure, you know, we're keeping track of how balanced we're being, but, some of that is just because of the nature of, of what we're seeing. Just to follow up on that, because a lot of it is mm-hmm. just Josh being who he is as a quarterback, do you have to do anything to protect him from himself so he's not, like, taking these extra hits and that sort of thing and making those decisions on the field like he is? Yeah, no, I think uh, at the end of the day, it's when you're, when you're watching it and, and when, you're, when you're talking about running. Uh, it's yeah, it's about being smart with your body and, and smart with what uh, with how you're either finishing runs or you know how you're running the ball. So I think he's good. he's very conscientious about that. You don't see him taking a ton of just big hits or um, you know uh, uh, multiple defenders kind of you know uh, uh, taking shots at him. So I think that's that's important, and then that just limits the uh, um, physical toll on his body. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.